You're listening to the Elevate Main podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. Hello everyone, welcome to our online youth service. We are so glad that you can join us as we continue our series on Motivate. How are you guys? I hope you are still motivated. Of course, to study, I hope you're still doing well in your studies. I've been hearing a lot of stories of young people getting stressed out because of online classes, modules, assignments, everything. The Zoom fatigue, online fatigue. And it's totally understandable, guys. Hindi lang kayo naka-experience niyan. I bet even for the teachers who are here listening with us right now, I know you guys are also struggling and the parents like myself and other people who are working, and some of you are already working, iba, iba yung experience, right? And nakakapagod talaga. But I hope you are still well and you're well protected as well. Uh, we don't know how long this will last, but we are praying that God will, you know, eventually uh, help us pass through all of these things. Or eventually, there will be a cure and a vaccine. But before we continue, why don't we join our hearts? Let's pray. Let's, let's ask God to open our hearts so that He may speak to all of us. Why don't we pray? Father, thank you so much for gathering us here, even through online. We pray, Lord God, that you just bless us, that you speak to each and every one of us, Lord, as we listen to your word, as we go through with this series. We also want to pray, Lord God, a special prayer for our country. As uh, we have been hearing that there's going to be a huge storm that's going to enter um, maybe tomorrow or later or on Monday. We pray for your protection. Uh, we pray for your guidance uh, to our leaders how to uh, navigate through this uh, storm, through this typhoon. Please protect all of us, Lord God. Protect our houses, protect uh, e- e- our health as well during this crisis. We thank you for what you'll be doing. Speak to all of us. Overwrite my preparation. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So, we're continuing with our series on Motivate. And like what we have been saying, since we started this series, God desires for each family to be healthy. That's God's heart. We can see that all across the, the Bible. Through Scripture, He has been telling us how important family is. Because His desire is for each family to be healthy. And that's why we're going through this series. In fact, the MOTIVATE is an acronym. If you're our guest, it is an acronym. The acronym is this one, Modeling, Open Communication, Time, Intimacy, Vision, Affirmation, Teach and Train, and Entrust. And we are now almost at the end. We discussed last week affirmation. I hope you're learning to affirm, encourage one another, especially your family members. But today, we're going to look at Teach and Train. So these are Two parts, okay? This topic is two parts. This is part one. Next week, we're going to discuss part two. And in part one, we are going to talk about obedience. Yeah, and kanina, during the hangout, uh, you were discussing, sana nakinig ako, right? Or sana nag-obey ako. Obedience. Is it easy to obey or not? The truth is, obedience is difficult. There are times that it's easy to obey, especially pag gusto mo, but there are a lot of times that we don't like to obey, especially pag ayaw mo. For example, you prefer to do this, and then your parents would say that, syempre ayaw mong gawin yun. You want to do your own way. 
obedience is hard, but it's very important. In fact, if you look at the scripture, a lot of times, God would tell His people to obey. He would tell those who follow Him. He would tell the Israelites. And He wrote that, the scriptures. He asked prophets. He told prophets to write these things. That His disciples wrote these things so that when we read it, we can hear that He wants us to obey Him. Obedience is very, very vital in our Christian life. And our topic for today is quite simple. You've heard this many times already, but I hope this will trickle down to your heart and eventually you will apply it in your life. This is our topic today. Let's read this together. Obedience brings blessings. Can you type that in the chat box, a YouTube or a Facebook? What's our topic? Obedience brings blessings. I mean, you guys know this. Whether you've been a Christian for a long time, you've been attending Elevate for a long time, or this is your first time here, I bet you've heard this already, that obedience brings blessings. But the problem is, I don't think a lot of us are 100% convinced. Because if we are 100% convinced, then we are going to obey. If we are 100% convinced, then even if mahirap yung pinapagawa ni Lord, you're going to obey. Now let me ask you, may pinagawa na ba si Lord sa inyo na mahirap? Can you raise your hand or you do yung emoticon na raising hands? I believe all of us, okay, may pinagawa na si Lord na mahirap. And the truth is, God wants us to learn obedience. Obedience what? Brings blessing. Look at this passage in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Ito, familiar na familiar sa inyo to. Children, Obey your parents in the Lord. Look at the qualifier, in the Lord. Meaning to say, I'll obey them because I want to please God. I'll obey them if they're telling me what's right and what's according to God's will. If your parents are telling you to disobey the Lord, yes, you can disobey them. But most of the time, your parents would tell you to do what's right. For example, disobeying the Lord by yung study hard? Siyempre hindi. Disobeying the Lord by yung Wag ka mo na mag-boyfriend, wag ka mo na mag-girlfriend. Ops, right? Siyempre, hindi naman disobeying the Lord yon. Kaya nga, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. It's righteous. I like that word, right. It's righteous in God's eyes. This is what pleases Him. And then in verse 2 and 3, it says, Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. Have you ever wondered? Why this promise is the first command, uh, this, this commandment is the first commandment with a promise. Bakit ganun? It means that God was so serious with this. I mean, yes, He's serious with all the commandments, but He was so serious with this commandment that young people or people like us who have parents who are still alive, we are to honor them and obey them. Honor your father and mother. And what's the promise? So that it may go well with you. Look at that. It may go well with you. You want to go well in your life? You want your life to be, to be good, to be fruitful, to be abundant? That's the word, phrase, go well with you. You want that? And I believe you, your answer is, yes, I want that, Kuya Marty. I want it to go well with me and that I may enjoy, what? Long life. You know, some people... They long for a long life. They desire a long life. But look at the promise of God. When we honor our father and mother, we obey them. We will enjoy long life. It's not just long life, but we will enjoy it. Some people, they have long life, but it's miserable life. 
I want to have long life and enjoy that long life. And this command is attached to that promise that if we honor our father and mother, we will, it will go well with us and we will enjoy long life. That's why, what's our topic? Obedience brings blessing. Where do we find this commandment? Of course, in, it's in Exodus. The Ten Commandments. This is the command. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. There, there's that promise. God is so serious with obedience. Why is obedience very important? We're going to learn about that. Most of the time, authorities will tell you to do what's right. Most of the time, authorities will tell you to do what's right. Of course, if they're telling you to do what's wrong, you can disobey them respectfully. You still honor them, but disobey them respectfully. But most of the time, they will tell you to do what's right. I gave this example before, a few weeks ago. For example, usual commands when you're growing up, sleep early. Stay close to them so that you won't get lost. I remember getting lost in the mall because I wasn't staying close to them. It's for your protection. Don't fight your siblings. Is that a good command? Of course. Eat healthy. Wag puro junk food. Wag puro milk tea. Okay? Study hard. Masama ba yon? Go home early sa mga gumigimik. Of course, right now, we're always home. So, sleep early yung sinasabi nila. Graduate first before having a relationship. I mean, these typical commands of our parents, they're not bad. They're not unreasonable. Maybe sometimes you feel that it's unreasonable because they want you to go home early at 10 or maybe 9, but the party starts at 8.30. So, siyempre kayo parang maha. Of course, you can appeal to them, but still, we are to obey and honor them. What's our message again? Obedience brings blessing. Kaya nga, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. But you know what? I realize that our problem is we live in a society where rebellion is communicated a lot of times. Whether you watch series, you watch movies, a lot of times it's communicated for us to rebel. Nasa culture tayo na ganun, mag-rebel ka. The rebellious mindset, kumbaga. We are in this world where there are people telling you to rebel. Subtle, subtle yung pagsabi. For example, the mindset na, you know, your parents don't know what's best for you. Right? You have friends who tell you that. Your parents said na, okay, not to be in a relationship. He does, your parents doesn't know what's happening in your life right now. They're old already. You're still young. If you love that guy, if you love that girl, go pursue it. Your parents don't know what's best for you. It's a rebellious mindset. Another rebellious mindset, you don't need to learn from them. They should learn from you. You're young. You have fresh ideas. Of course, it's good to learn from other people. But to always have that kind of mindset na no, they should learn from me instead of me learning from them. Most of the time, the young people are the ones being empowered. Silay my privilege. You're young. You should be like this. We should hear you out. Of course, we should be heard by other people. But not to the expense of us submitting to authorities. Do you see the, the problem with that? Lagi lang empower yung young people. I'm good with that. I love empowering young people. Pero to the point that you keep on empowering young people and they forget the beauty of listening and obeying their authorities. Nakalimutan na yun eh. Kasi lumalaki na yung ulo ng mga kabataan, iniisip nila na, oo, empower me, empower me, tama ako, tama yung mga ideas ko, better yung ideas ko. We need to learn from other people. Rebellious mindset. If they don't support you, leave them. 
Right? May mga ganon. If that leader doesn't support you, if your parents don't support you, lies ka. Umalis ka na lang. Right? May mga ganon mindset eh. If your parents don't support that relationship, magtanan lang kayo. And just tell them na, sorry, we're married, you don't have a choice. Ang, gan- ang maraming ganong mindset ngayon. And that's, that's just shocking to see what's happening in our world right now. You will hear that even in songs. I think there's this song, I don't remember that person, pero sabi dun sa lyrics ng song na yun na, I will sneak you out of the house. Sino ulit yun? I don't remember. But anyway, there's that song na parang yung line, I'm gonna sneak you out of the house. So parang may nililigawan siyang girl at sabi niya dun sa girl, I'm gonna sneak you out of the house. It's a rebellious kind of song. It's subtle. How about this one? Don't obey them. They have a bad character. Diba? We justify disobedience because certain leaders have bad character. But regardless of their character, we are called to obey. Regardless if they are, they are, you know, they have, uh, what do you call that? They're good people or they're bad people when it comes to treating others. Whatever law or command they give, and that command is good, it's not against God, we are to obey. Yun yung role natin. It's not an excuse kung masama yung character nila because I hear, I hear some young people, they would say, I'm not gonna obey my parents. Why? Wala silang integrity, Kuya Marty. Masama silang tao. They've hurt me many times. Why will I obey them? Let me ask you, are, yung commands ba nila are against God's word? If it's against God's word, you can disobey them. But if it's not, then why will you disobey them? Right? It's a rebellious mindset. It's their fault why I'm like this. Sometimes that's a rebellious mindset. That's why I am disobedient. It's their fault. Bini blame mo sila. Rebellious mindset. And like what I said, it's being communicated all over the world right now. Like series like this. I'm not saying these are bad or movies like this. I'm not saying you don't watch them, but there's a subtle approach of oh, magdisobey ka na. For example, sa Rogue One. Of course, you will say na eh masama yung yung leader during this time. Yes, but there's that mindset na let's go against the the authority, let's go against that. Like this one. Diba? What's this again? <laughs> Hunger Games, right? Even the Hunger Games, they would tell you na, that's a bad leader. Yes, that's what the movie is all about. But a lot of movies like Divergent give a bad light to authorities. They would say authorities are sometimes evil or they do these things. And daming movies na ganun. To the point na yung mga young people, their mindset is, oh nga no, konting mali lang ng authorities. Ah, kasi ganyan sila. Masama sila. Bad character. Nawawala na yung submission. I need to submit. I need to obey. But if you look at the scriptures, puro obedience. Obedience. Submit. Obedience. Submit. Right? Oh, for example, eto, money iced against the Spanish government. How about this one? Ano ulit tong Stranger Things, okay. Buti may mga kasama ako dito. So this series, uh, who's that? What's the name of the character? Eleven? Okay, si Eleven. Right? He, she was rebellious to her parents. She was parang parent niya. That was what the series, sorry, I don't watch because it's a series, but a lot of you, you watch that. So it's a subtle thing. I've asked uh, our events coordinator, Zia, I've asked, masama bang ugali ng yung parang parents niya? Hindi, di ba? Oh, hindi masama yung ugali. But why was she rebellious? And eto guys, okay, you might be wondering, why is High School Musical there? I don't know if you've seen that. Baka iba sa inyo, you were too young uh, during the time. This is the first one, ah. Pero yung first one kasi, uh, subtle yung approach ng disobedience. 
Si Troy wanted to do something like uh, sing, right? He, he wanted to sing, but his dad was the coach of the basketball team. Wanted him to focus. There, basketball, kalang, basketball, kalang. And then eventually, at the end of that movie, na realized and dad na yes, son, you can be a great basketball player. Make the last shot, win the game, and go to the theater and sing a song with your with the love of your life. That was the what the movie is all about, diba? So. There's a subtle disobedience to parents. It's a subtle mindset telling young people na, you know, if your parents doesn't obey you, you can, uh, uh, doesn't agree with you, or if your parents doesn't approve of what you like, you can rebel against them. You can do what you want. You can force it and prove that they're wrong. Diba? Again, I'm not saying these movies or series are bad, but it's telling something about submission. That's why our message is obedience brings blessing because if we look at the scripture iba ang sinasabi if you look at the movies puro rebellion karamihan rebellion don't submit you are right kasi na-empower tayo eh that's the culture that's cre- being created in the world right now we want to empower you you can do great things for this world yes you can do great things but great things happen in the scripture huh? great thing great things happen when we obey in the scripture, iba, great things happen when we obey God. In the world right now, great things happen when you force your own way. Whatever you think is right, whatever is good for you, do it. Even if your parents doesn't agree, even if authority says like otherwise, you just disobey them, rebel against them. That's why we are creating a lot of young people that are disobeying. A lot of people that are rebellious. Obedience brings blessing. And the opposite is also true. Before I highlight ano yung blessings ng obedience, I first want to highlight the opposite of that. That disobedience brings destruction. Ito, ayaw nyo to, right? Of course, you want the blessing. But I also want to warn you, and myself as well, that if I disobey, there is destruction. There's pain. Ayaw mong masaktan. How many of us nasaktan na dahil nag-disobey? Wala na akong tuturo dito kung sino. Pero marami sa atin. Okay. Nagdisnasaktan na because we disobeyed. Right? Okay. Let's read this passage. Look at this. In Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 18. If someone has a stubborn and rebellious son and daughter, ay nilang santon, and daughter also, but the child who does not obey his father and mother, and will not listen to them when they discipline him. So in other words, constant disobedience na. Hindi na nga nag-obey sa father and mother niya. Dinisiplin constantly, hindi pa rin sumusunod, disrespecting the parents. His father, anong gagawin? And mother shall take hold of him, bring him to the elders at the gate of the town. He will bring your son to the gate of the town. Tell the elders, we have been disciplining our son, but still no response, not obeying. We have scolded him many times but still he doesn't want to obey they shall say to the elders this son of ours is stubborn ulo. and rebellious he will not obey us many times na wala pa rin change he is a glutton and a drunkard what's the punishment Ito magugulat kayo. all the men of his town are to wow what stone him to death Gusto niyo ba ganyan ang gawin ng parents niya sa inyo? Right? Hindi ka na mag-ubay. Ah, ayaw mo mag-ubay ha. Ito, babatuhin kita. Diba? 
Soon him to death. You must purge the evil from, look at the description of that person. Evil from among you. All Israel will hear of it and be afraid. Wow. I don't want that to be the law at home. I mean, I don't want to do that to my son. But look at how harsh, how serious the punishment is when we constantly disobey our authorities and God Himself. You know why God is so harsh with this, serious with this? Because we disobey and dishonor God when we disobey and dishonor His appointed authorities. Do you get that? We disobey and dishonor God Himself if when we disobey and dishonor His appointed authorities. Because we're saying to God, I don't agree with the authority you placed over me. You were wrong. Yan ang ibig sabihin ng disobeying and dishonoring authorities. Yung sinasabi natin yung God, nagkamali ka Lord. Mali karakter niya. May, wala siyang integrity. Ma, masamang, masamang tao yan. Mali ka Lord. It's like that. It's like we're saying to God, you are wrong when we disobey or dishonor His God-given authorities. Why is obedience very serious kay Lord? Because obedience means we're submitting to God. Obeying uh, the God-given authorities that He placed over us means that we are submitting to God. We're saying to God, Lord, I'm submitting to the authorities you have placed over me. Why? Because throughout Scripture, maraming nagrebel. For example, look at what happened to Satan. How you have fallen from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn, you have been cast down to the earth. This is the description of Satan. Angel. He was an angel before. You who once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, this is what Satan said, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly on the utmost heights of Mount Zaphon. In other words, I'm going to be the boss. God, I'm going to overthrow you. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. Pride. Disobedience is the source of that is pride. Disobedience is one evidence that we're proud. We are not willing to submit to God. And another one, look at this. In Genesis chapter 11, verse 4, Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city, the Tower of Babel, right? With a tower that reaches to the heavens, so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the world. We will make a name for ourselves. We will be so high, we don't need God anymore. Rebellious. A rebellious kind of heart. Throughout the scripture, God deals with rebellion. Throughout the scripture, God deals with pride. Why? In James chapter 4, verse 6, He gives us more grace. That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. When we submit, obey, honor the God-given authorities He has placed over us, it's a sign of humility. When we don't, it's a sign of pride. And God is opposed to the proud. You know why we need to obey the Lord? Look at this. We disobey and dishonor God when we disobey and dishonor His appointed authorities. You know why we need to practice obeying and submitting to His God-given authorities? Because in the final analysis, when we are already with God, yun ang gagawin natin. We're gonna submit to Him. What do I mean by that? Look at Psalm 22 verse 28. For dominion belongs to the Lord and He rules over the nations. He is King. He is God. 
If he's the king and he's God, we are to obey. We are to be subject to him. Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Siya masusunod. Ito ba? Therefore, God exalted him, Jesus, to the highest place. Gave him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, anong gagawin? Lahat ng tao daw? Every knee should bow down. Humility. Submission. In heaven and on earth. Honoring God. Under the earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So the submission that we are doing to the authorities here on earth is a practice of our submission, honoring, and obedience to God when we are with Him for eternity. Kung ngayon pa lang nahihirapan ka mag-honor and submit sa authority, then hindi ka ready sa heaven. Because in heaven, for all eternity, we will submit to God joyfully. Kaya nga minsan tatawa ako for, when, when I, I talk to people who really doesn't want any government. There are young people, there are people who are like tata. They don't want any form of government. No form of authority. In my mind, sabi ko, you don't want any form of government, any form of authority. Pero pagdating sa heaven, siya magrurule. There is authority. He has all authority. In other words, he's the boss. He's the king. Submit tayo sa kanya 100%. Joyful obedience sa mangyayari doon. It's not gonna be your way in heaven. It's gonna be God's way. And of course, joyful na yun. In other words, we're perfect already. We're not gonna sin anymore. Pero kung ngayon pa lang hindi ka ready for that, then you're not ready for heaven. That's why God is so serious with obedience. That's why in the Bible, talagang paulit-ulit, obey me. Obey my, the leaders I placed over you. Obey your parents. Obey those who are in authority. Honor them and there is blessing. If we dishonor them and disobey, there's destruction. That's what happened to Satan. That's what happened to Tower of Babel. That's what happened to the Israelites. And that's what happened to us when we disobeyed. Nasaktan tayo. Kaya nga may game kanina, di ba? Sana nakinig ako. I like yung sinabi kanina eh. Experience is not the best teacher. We can learn from other people who made mistakes. We can learn actually better when we obey. What's our message again? Obedience brings blessings. Tag mo nga yung friend mo, yung classmate mo. Obedience brings blessings. They need to hear this. They need to understand in the entire scripture, God wants us to obey. If we say we love God, we are to show it through obedience. If we say we are a followers of Jesus, then we follow Him through obedience. Because obedience brings blessings. Now, now that I, you've seen the destruction if we disobey. Let me show you some of the blessings when we obey God. First, when we obey God, how will it lead to blessing? It's a sign of protection. When we obey God, He will protect us. When we obey God, the blessing is protection. What do I mean by that? My son, keep your father's command and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Keep your father's command. Do not forsake your mother's teaching. For this command is a lamb. It's a guide. It's gonna guide you from the wrong path. It's gonna protect you from getting hurt. Kasi nga, lamp eh, there's light. If there's no lamp and it's dark, you're gonna fall, you're gonna get hurt, and you're not even sure where you're going. But when there's lamp, it's clear. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way of life. That's why we are to obey. Because it's gonna protect us. When we go outside of obedience and start disobeying, guess what happens? 
the protection is not there. And we get hurt. And we even hurt others. But when we are in that center of protection of God, when we are obeying, then we are inside that protection of God. We are covered by God's grace. Kaya nga yung mga nag-o-obey, pinoprotect talaga ni Lord eh. Even if it doesn't make sense sa simula, ah, I hear stories upon stories of people. They don't understand why their parents say this, why they did this, why they're asking them to do this. But at the end of everything, they realize, buti na lang. Kung hindi ako nag-obey, nasaktan ako. Kung hindi ako nag-obey, nagkamali ako. Kung hindi ako nag-obey, kawawa ako. How many times sinasabi mo na yan? Right? Kaya nga, obedience brings blessing. Now, we've asked one of our young people to share her testimony of how obedience brought blessing to her and her family. So let's all watch this video and I hope you are encouraged. Growing up, I thought my parents were strict. I never really understood why my parents acted that way. I remember my friends' stories about their parents allowing them to travel and be with their friends while I was not allowed to. I was frustrated with my parents because of this and also because I was not allowed to enter into a relationship until I graduated. I remember clearly when my sister invited me to an Elevate service in Alabang back in 2014. I felt so broken before the Lord, yet He embraced me with His love and forgiveness. It was the first time I attended a youth service, and there I clearly understood the gospel. When I surrendered my life to Christ, I realized that my parents' rules were actually to protect me from unnecessary pain. But even as a Christian, I had a difficult time obeying and honoring them. They didn't allow me to attend a meeting that were far from our house. Many times, I was at home with my family while a lot of my Elevate friends were allowed to hang out after Elevate. There was also a time when my parents asked me to stop talking to a guy friend because they were afraid that I'd enter into a relationship with him. This was actually really hard for me to obey because I did my best to guard my heart as we never had late night conversations. I didn't know why, but the Lord really helped me obey them during that time. And as I obeyed, they saw how we both wanted to honor the Lord, and eventually they allowed us to still be friends. During this season, God was molding my character. I remember praying to the Lord and asking Him to change the hearts of my parents, that they would be more affirming and loving towards us. And yet it seemed as if my parents grew stricter every time I prayed. I realized that the Lord wanted to change my heart. I looked at them as strict parents who didn't allow me to enjoy life. When actually, because my parents didn't allow me to go outside, I discovered my love for writing. It was during that time when my mom told me to submit my entry essay to a publishing company and I honestly didn't want to because I thought that my writings were not good enough. But because I chose to obey her, I was shocked to find out that it got accepted and by God's grace. I became one of the co-writers of Take Heart, Letters of Faith, Hope, and Love, and was trained by one of the Christian authors. I realized that during the time my parents were strict and critical, it was an opportunity to actually love them with my words and actions. It was them when the Lord wanted me to not just obey them out of obligation, but out of love. It was the time to show that Christ has transformed my life. Therefore, I can enjoy and take delight in obeying them. And by God's grace, I did. In January, I applied to a school that was five hours away from where we lived. I got accepted, but knowing that my parents were strict, I knew the possibility of them not allowing me was huge because I'd have to stay in a dorm. 
but despite knowing this, I was not worried because I knew that if they said no, um, that only meant God had better plans for me. To my surprise, they said yes. I cannot forget that day because it was during the week of prayer and fasting. The topic that night was about family. It was that week when my parents then started to initiate family devotions, and their family became more open to one another. One day, my dad opened up to me about how he saw Christ transform my life. My parents shared with me in tears how they saw me walk with Christ in obedience and in love. Obedience really does lead to blessing. A few months after, I was asked to speak to a group of young people about purity in a small church and also lead a Bible study with my brothers. My parents were there with me as I shared God's word with a group of young people. But the ultimate blessing is knowing Christ and being free to run in, the, in His commandments, for He has set our hearts free. Psalm 119.32 says, I run in the path of your commandments, for you have set my heart free. Because of what He did on the cross, I can now therefore dance and run in His ways, and enjoy take delight in obeying Him, because His ways are way better than mine. And by God's grace, I can honestly say that my parents and I have grown to have a deep relationship with one another, as we put Christ at the center of our lives in our family. I am Alea Toledo, a young girl who once was a slave to her own and selfish ways, now set free by the love of Christ. All glory and praise to the one who has set my heart free. Thank you for that wonderful testimony, Alea. Such a blessing to hear what happened in your life. Uh, and I, not, it's not just her. I mean, a lot of you guys, that's your experience. Bakit ang strict ng parents ko? Why are they doing this to me? Why are their commands like this? My other friends, hindi naman ganito. But as what she said nga, she thought it was just, you know, because they're strict, but she realized how it protected her and blessed her and guided her. She became a really good writer because of that. That's why obedience brings blessing. So it's not just protection, but the second blessing is this, provision, right? When we obey God, definitely He's going to provide for us. Just like what happened to Alea, provided the strength, provided the wisdom, provided maybe financially, and that really happens for those who obey. Like what in Exodus, the Ten Commandments, honor your father and your mother, that you may live long, blessing, provision, and not just that. Look at Deuteronomy. Walk in obedience to all that the Lord your God has commanded you. And what's going to happen to them when they obey the Lord? So that you may live and what? Prosper, prolong your days in the land that you will possess. In other words, God is giving them the land and you're going to prosper in that land if you walk in obedience. There is provision. And at the same time, if we disobey, God will take away. Diba? That's the opposite. Eh. If we keep disobeying, whatever we're grabbing, na ayaw ni Lord, He's gonna take it away. So, wala na tayo at the end. But when we obey, He's gonna give. Nakita mo economy ni God? When we disobey, He's gonna take away. When we obey, He's gonna give. He's gonna bless us. He's gonna provide for us. There is prospering. I'm not saying you're gonna get, be a millionaire. You're gonna get all the wisdom that you ever need so that you're gonna get, graduate with a summa cum laude. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is God will bless you, will provide for you according to His standards. Our role is to obey Him. So, 
What have we been learning? When we obey Him, it will lead to protection. That's one of the blessings. It will lead to provision. He's going to provide for us. Just like what happened to the Israelites. Basahin yung story ng Israelites. When they were obeying, they were prosperous. In fact, because of their obedience, David diba, was the king. He was obeying God. Because of his obedience, the next king, which was his son Solomon, they became the richest country in the world. They became like U.S. right now, the richest nation in the world. That all the other nations were going to Solomon. Why? Because of obedience of the king and of the people. When Solomon disobeyed, what happened to the kingdom? Split apart. North and south. God said, your kingdom will no longer reign forever, Solomon. I will tear it apart. I will give one to your son and the other to your adversary. Kinuhani, Lord. Imagine what disobedience can do in your life. That's why we want to teach you obedience brings blessing. Kasi nga, ay- ayoko na marinig sa story ng life nyo na may kinuha si Lord all because you kept on disobeying. Mas maganda marinig yun, sige Lord, I'm gonna obey even though it's hard. And then at the end of the obedience, you'll get what God wants you to receive. There's that provision. And then there's that promotion. Kuya Martin, what do you mean when you say, promotion. There's growth. He will bless you, not just with provision, but even with your role, with what He wants you to do, with your life as you continue to serve Him, as you continue to live this life. There's that promotion. He's going to lift you up and people will notice it. Not for your glory, ah, but for God's glory. He will lift you up. Those who are humble, I will lift them up. In other words, may kita ng tao na, wow, there's something about you. How come you're successful in life? How come you're experiencing this? Because of obedience. Look at this example. See David, look at what happened to, before that, look at this. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all His commands I give to you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. That's the promise. That's what happened to the Israelites. Set you high above the nations on earth if you fully Obey. Look at what happened to David. Tinan si David ah. Saul sent messengers to Jesse, father ni David, and sent, said, send me your son David who is with the sheep. In other words, si David was the youngest son of Jesse and his role was to tend the sheep, to take care of the sheep. That was his role. Maybe he was bullied by his brothers. I don't know. We don't know if that's part of his story, if he was bullied by his brothers. But all we know is he's very obedient to his father, Jesse. Pag sinabi ni Jesse, go take care of the sheep, he will do that. And sinabi ni Jesse, David, si King Saul, he wants you to serve him as a harp player, as a musician. Obey kagad si David. Okay, dad, I'm gonna go there. Immediately, obey siya. That's his story. Even though maybe he doesn't like it, we don't know if he doesn't like it. But the point is, he had an obedient heart, humble heart. And look at how obedient David was. David went back and forth from Saul to tend his father's sheep at Bethlehem. My role na siya as as a servant of the king, musician ng king, uuwi pa siya sa Bethlehem to take care of his father's sheep. That's honoring his father. And guess what? Ah? This happened after Samuel anointed him to be the next king. In other words, in his mind, alam na niya that he's gonna be the next king after Saul. But still, it, it didn't make him proud. He still obeyed God. He still submitted to authorities. He still honored his parents, especially his dad. And he even went back, back and forth. Mag-serve ako kay Saul. Sige, tugtug ako. And then babalik ako, take care of the sheep. 
Every day, ginagawa niya. Or almost every day, we don't know his schedule. But he kept doing that. And then there was this one time, Jesse said to his son David, take the ephah of roasted grain, food, for his brothers. And these ten loaves of bread for your brothers and hurry to their camp. Because there's a war. David, uh, the Israelites versus the Philistines. So there's a war. This is the story of David and Goliath. You're familiar with this. But this is a background that not a lot of us really take notice of. But look at what happened here. So sabi ni David, okay, I'm gonna go there. In fact, he was very obedient to the point that early in the morning, David left. Immediately obeyed. Walang, dad naman eh, may role pa ako kay King Saul. Dad, may sheep pa eh. Who will take care of the sheep? Look at what David did. Early in the morning, David left the flock in the care of a shepherd, honoring. He didn't leave his responsibilities or t- took that for granted. He made sure that when he does his, his father's command, he will still take care of the sheep or he will assign someone to take care of the sheep. That's honoring your parents. That's honoring. That's obeying and honoring your parents. Loaded up and set out. As Jesse had directed, he reached the camp as the army was going out to its battle positions, shouting the war cry. David left his things with the keeper of supplies. So, iniwanan niya, could you give this to my brothers? Ran to the battle lines. Kasi narinig niya, who is this person mocking God? That's Goliath. And asked his brothers how they were. So, kinumusta niya. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from God, stepped out from his battle line, shouted his usual defiance, and David heard it. And the rest is history. Because he heard it, God prompted him to do something about it. That this, David, this Goliath couldn't, shouldn't mock God. This uncircumcised person shouldn't mock God. He went to Saul and said to Saul, King Saul, I'm going to fight. God lifted up David after this battle. But it started with obedience. It started with obedience. Sa parents. He was just doing his normal thing. Sometimes kasi we see na when we keep on obeying, parang, parang wala naman nagyayari. Keep obeying the Lord. Keep honoring your parents. Keep obeying your parents and authorities. God will lift you up in His time. That's what happened to David. All yung usual you know, scenario, usual role and responsibility, taking care of the sheep, playing music, and then one day na lang, tinawag siya ni, ni Jesse, go to your brother, and then sakto, there was this fight, he was ready to fight, God has strengthened him already, he won, and the rest is history. People supported him because of that. God lifted him up. Obedience brings blessing. So, what's the first one? There's protection when we obey. There's provision when we obey. There's promotion when we obey. And finally, there's that purpose. God will grant us or allow us to fulfill His very purpose in our life when we obey Him. A lot of people miss out on their purpose in life because they disobey God. And the key to find and fulfilling your purpose in life, obedience. The key ah, in fulfilling your purpose and finding pala, finding and fulfilling your purpose in life is obedience. And a lot of people miss that out because they don't obey. How do I know that? Look at what happened to Abraham. So you know this story. In Genesis chapter 22, God spoke to Abraham. What was the command of God? Take your son, see Isaac, 
your only son whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. In other words, you need to sacrifice your only son, okay? He waited for, this, uh, for the son for years and now God is telling him, sacrifice your son. Imagine the pressure, the hurt, or the confusion. Lord, you said you're gonna bless me. Lord, you said you're gonna make me into a great nation, but you want me to offer my son Isaac? Why am I gonna do that? And then as they were going to Mount Moriah, see Isaac, who was most probably a teenager, some scholars would say 13 years old. Teenager na siya. So he was, you know, he's wise enough. He's an, a young adult already. He knows what's going on. He asked his dad. Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father. And then Abraham said, Yes, my son. The fire and wood are here, Isaac said. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? So he's, he, he knows already stuff. He knows that when they offer something to God, there's a lamb, there's a sacrifice. It's not just fire and wood. And then Abraham said, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. Look at the faith of Abraham. He knows God will provide. And the two of them went on together. But imagine you're Isaac. So you're walking, going to Moriah. You don't understand what's going on. And then suddenly your dad took hold of you. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar. So you're watching, you're Isaac. Okay, where's that lamb? Okay, I'm waiting. And then... <laughs> Arrange the wood. He bound. Then Abraham, your dad, went to you, took you, bound you, tinali ka, his son Isaac, and then nilagay ka sa altar, okay? Laid him on the altar. Imagine if you're Isaac. You're in your right mind already. Ako lalabanan ko yung daddy ko. What are you doing, dad? You're, you're crazy. Why are you gonna kill me? What are you doing? Am, am I the sacrifice? We don't know what the conversation was between Isaac and Abraham. But I believe Isaac was ready to obey. Because you won't see here that Isaac was fighting. You won't see here that Isaac was struggling. I believe Moses, Moses ng sulat ng book, ng book of Genesis. I believe Moses, God would have revealed to Moses if Isaac struggled and said, na, Dad, don't do that, no. But I believe his heart was obedient to his dad and to God himself. Imagine. And then you see the knife already. Because the knife was there. He was about to kill Isaac and offer Isaac to God. As a result of that, God blessed Abraham and he blessed the obedience of Isaac as well. You know, Genesis 22 is not just the obedience of Abraham. I see there also the obedience of his son to his father Abraham and to God himself. And that's why God said, after he saw the obedience, because God said, stop, don't kill your son. Now I've seen that your heart is fully committed to me. And God provided a ram. God said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son. Of course, this passage really focuses on Abraham. Your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. As the sand on the seashore, your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have, there you go, there's the word, obeyed me. Obedience brings blessing. The blessing was not just for Abraham. The blessing was also for his son Isaac. Isaac saw it and all the more he obeyed God and all the more God honored Isaac. God also honored 
the son of Isaac, Jacob. And their descendants became the Israelites. And the Israelites, where the Messiah came, blessed the entire world. Obedience brings blessing. You know what? Obedience to God directs us to His purpose for our life. It will do. It will really lead us to His purpose for our life. That's what happened to Abraham and Isaac. Now they understood that's their purpose. Their descendants, their, they as a nation, will honor God and be a blessing to others. And it really happened. That's their role. They fulfilled God's purpose for their life, especially Abraham, especially Isaac, especially Jacob. They were not perfect. But the more they obeyed God, the more they cooperated with the Lord, the more they honored God, God honored them as well. Because obedience to God directs us to His purpose for our life. The more we obey, the more we will see, ay, o nga, dito pala ako pupunta. Ay, ito pala yung direction sa akin ni God. And the opposite is true. Disobedience to Him will either delay the fulfillment of His purpose or a scarier future, lose it completely. Disobedience to Him will either delay the fulfillment of His purpose for your life or a scarier future, lose it completely. You know, the reason why this is our topic for today because I don't want you to experience the pain of the delay because it really hurts. And I also don't want you to experience that the end of your life, you lost it. You weren't able to fulfill God's purpose for your life. Sayang eh. One life to live, there's a purpose from God. And if you continue to disobey, keep on disobeying, keep on disobeying, mawawala eh. Sayang. Sayang talaga. God wants to bless you guys. That's why obedience brings blessing. What's our message? Obedience brings blessing. What kind of blessings? Let's look at these things again. Protect us. Provide for us. Promote. Lift us up. And there's that purpose. You know, the key is really the heart. The key is really the heart. I'm going to end with this. Do you know what this is? Of course, alam nyo ko ano to. A face shield and of course, yung mask, right? That we, call, we use, we cover our mouth and our nose. Why do we use this? Because there's a pandemic. Before, when this, the, the law or the rule to wear this was given, you know, some people would argue they don't want to obey, they don't want, it's uncomfortable, why will I do this? But what changed? Of course, we won't normally use this. Hindi ka naman gagamit ito. Let's say, walang pandemic. Hindi tayo magaganito na, hey guys, diba? Sa youth service tayo, physical, nakaganito na. Unless you are sick, you know, there's something wrong with your eyes or something, syempre, you're not gonna use this. But because of the pandemic, and because we saw the effects of the pandemic to people, the death, we saw that on TV. Maybe we weren't directly affected, right? Or any of our family members were not directly affected. But we saw it. We saw the number of deaths. We saw the problems that it can cause to someone in their lungs. We started wearing these things. Even if it's inconvenient, we started obeying. We started honoring, right? We realized the importance because we saw the consequences if we don't. Why am I sharing these things? Tito nag-obey tayo kasi nakita natin. Pinakita na ni God yung promise niya. When you honor your father and mother, 
it will go well with you and you will enjoy long life. The question is, will you obey and honor your parents? Kita ne. You see it in the scriptures. You see the punishment of those who don't obey God and His authorities. You see the blessings of those who obey God and His authorities. It's just like a television, the news that you've read in the, when, when it comes to COVID-19. You see it in the scripture. Ito yung nangyayari to those who don't obey God. Ito yung mangyayari to those who obey God. Then the question is, why wouldn't you obey Him? If obedience brings blessings. Sinabi na ni Lord eh. The problem is really the heart. Our heart is rebellious. Our heart is proud. That's why the key is to humble ourselves and say to God, Lord, I, I'm proud and I ask you to change my heart because I would normally disobey my parents, disrespect them, even authorities. And as a result of that, I'm disrespecting, dishonoring, and disobeying you. Forgive me for that. Change my heart. Help me see the beauty that obedience brings. That there's blessing to really trust. It may be uncomfortable. Parang, parang ito uncomfortable. Yes, obedience will be uncomfortable a lot of times. But it's for your protection. There's provision. There's promotion. And God will lead you to His purpose. Because obedience, what? Brings blessing. Can I pray for you guys as we close our time? Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for speaking to all of us. This is your word. This is your message to all of us, Lord. It's been a lot of times we've heard the phrase, obedience brings blessing. And minsan parang, wala nang effect. But I hope that to, today, Lord God, there's really an effect to us. That we have seen Indeed, totoong totoo, obedience brings blessings. It's seen so many times in the scriptures. So please forgive us for our disobedience. Forgive us if we disobey our parents, we dishonor them, if we disobey and dishonor authorities. Because we're saying we are also disobeying and dishonoring you. Please forgive us for that. Lord, give us a change of heart, a humble heart, that this heart will lead to obedience. Obeying our parents, honoring them. Obeying God-given authorities, honoring them. And as a result of that, honoring and obeying you as well. And as we have seen in your word, there is blessing. There's protection. There's provision. There's that promotion. And at the end of it all, we have fulfilled our purpose when we obey you. Thank you, dear God, for your message to all of us. Bless everyone who's listening today. Bless every families who are here today. Bless relationships in their family. May there be healing. May there be forgiveness. May there be love in every family represented right now. We honor you and give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Again, thank you guys for joining us. Don't leave yet. We're going to have a, one last song. And after that song, we would like to invite you. If you are our guests and this is your first time to join us, chat with us. We would like for you to join a small group, you know, a small group of young people meeting together, studying God's Word. That's very important for your spiritual growth. And if you're already part of a small group, I hope you will enjoy and discuss our discussion questions later. So thank you guys for joining us. See you again next week. God bless you all.
Thanks for joining us. We'd love to stay connected with you, so make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.